1: It's time
0: to wake up with a nice cup of Morning Roast. Featuring the real most Monte Hill. The pride of the excelsior, Joe Butcher, Boy Shasky. You're listening to 95.7 The Morning Roast. Oh baby, we're getting one of those references to start the show. Let's not going down that road, Spadoni. Good morning to everybody out there. Get up to a graveyard shift. If you're at work, what is happening? Uh, stay dry, folks. Drive safely. The rain is coming down pretty hard right now in the morning. Good morning to everybody out there who stopped by the Overnight Dancers' house, place of business. Well, it's a rainy day. Yay! Yay! Students, cops, teachers. Muni drivers, everybody, as we get ready for Super Bowl 58. We got Warriors in Memphis tomorrow. Shasky Lovin', as Lovin' is running around here, stapling everything, running around with his head cut off. What's up, Shasky?
1: Uh, You're right. It is. Pouring rain out there. I saw some wild accidents last night uh, just driving around. Had to do a quick target run. And so, yeah, be very, be very careful, especially going around the bends on 280 and 101. You know, you get these collections of water and you will hydroplane in a heartbeat. So, just definitely be care- careful. It was, bro, it was pouring last night. I don't know about your place.
0: Nah, I was asleep. I was sound asleep, sound oh. asleep. I love when the rain comes, hits at nighttime. I no, it's so easier to sleep when the rain's coming down. Yeah. Little like little you guy like was guy not sleeping yeah. last night. Oh, yeah, that's not fun. Well,
1: yeah. That's yeah. not fun.
0: That's not fun. I don't miss those days. Yeah. By the way, shout out to YouTube and Twitch. <laughs> Brought to you by First NorCal Credit Union, a smart choice for low auto loan rates. It's super simple. Online application process. We got Carbon Policy coming up at 8 o'clock. And Bill Romanowski, Robo. 8.30 to break down the Super Bowl. You know, I I feel like they're a little bit soft. I wonder if he feels like that about the Kansas City Chiefs. We knew the Eagles were soft, and, you know, they're at home right now, and they're all happy because they got Vic Joe and Kellen Moore. It won't help them next season against the 49ers. But think about the Niners. And, you know, we've, <laughs> we've broken down so much. Just
1: sideswiping Kellen Forget Moore. Forget
0: Philadelphia. They're, they suck. Um, you know, we've talked so much about Purdy. We've talked so much about the defense showing up in the second half. we talked so much about Wilkes and Shanahan and Debo having an all-time mm-hmm. game. But I feel like, once again, the offensive player of the year, Christian McCaffrey, is getting overlooked. He continues to get overlooked. And how different has this team been with Christian McCaffrey? You think about the seven games last year where the 49ers started rolling. They make the trade for Christian McCaffrey. They average 27 points a game. And the offense just looks completely different. They're dropping 30 burgers on the Raiders, 30 burgers on the Commanders, 30 burgers on the Cardinals, 30 burgers on the Dolphins, 30 burgers on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And it feels like McCaffrey – has been overlooked after a solid performance in the championship game. And just think about his regular season. Just the regular season numbers. Twenty two oh five just 27 regular season games. 27 regular season (laughs) games for uh, Christian McCaffrey. He's had 431 rushing attempts, Shasky. 2,205 rushing yards and 20 touchdowns. And on the flip side of the past game, he's had over 11 touchdowns, and he's had 1,028 yards on 119 receptions. Now, by the way, he's got the 34-yard touchdown pass in LA last year at SoFi Stadium, and in that NFC in that NFC Championship game against Detroit, the 90 yards that he churned out. The passes that he caught, the subtle pass, not all of them are for first downs, but it Mm -hmm. keeps you on schedule. Instead of being in second and nine or third and nine, you're in third and four, second and four. And that's the Christian McCaffrey factor. What he has done to this offense in both the run and pass game, he's flipped everything. And I feel like he's getting overlooked as we
1: continue to get ready for Super Bowl 58. Nobody's talking about C-Mac. No, no, it's a a great point. I think when people talk about him as a pass catcher um, out of the backfield, sometimes you'll hear, like, oh, he runs routes like a wide receiver. And they'll they'll do design screens for him, and they'll throw little swing passes to him or wheel routes. My favorite play, which is the most open Easy play of all time is it feels like you just go four wide or three wide, four deep patterns, and have him just operate underneath. And he just kind of impromptu finds the five- or six-yard little hole. Purdy checks down. It's almost unguardable. I mean, it really is. It's almost an unguardable play. And if you notice, whenever they have a two-minute drill – and they just need to kind of mix it up a little. They'll go to that. And they went to that in that in that five minute drive that you've referenced right. over and over again. Egypt, Egypt drive. Where they have these different like I call them clear out routes right. where yes, maybe they they try to attack deep, but like really what all they're trying to do is not take a sack and just dump it down. Mm-hmm. And it's just such an unguardable play. It's such a team friendly play. And when I look at the difference between the offense outside of like Purdy versus Jimmy, but the biggest difference how many teams in the history of the game have that weapon?
0: Not many. I mean, these are, he's a special talent. LaDanian Tomlinson, Marshall Falk, you know, Roger Craig. You think about all the great backs. Saquon Barkley was supposed to be what Christian McCaffrey has been for many, mm-hmm. many years. And Saquon's a great talent. But you think about the 90 yards he rushed for, and Detroit was given up. Nothing on first down. Hell, Detroit had the second best run D in all the NFL. That was overlooked as their pass defense was getting torched and torched and torched. They gave it up 89 yards a game on the ground. And McCaffrey ran like a big boy. The championship drive was all CMC. It felt like it was all CMC. Now, it's highlighted by the Brock Purdy scramble. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But followed up by the Brock Purdy scramble was a Christian McCaffrey run down to the two, three yard line. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. The subtle underneath routes to set up the Brock Purdy scramble on third and four. The first down yard is where he gets seven yards to start that drive. Christian McCaffrey could be the difference maker in the Super Bowl we, with the plethora of stars Travis Kelsey, Debo Samuel, Brandon Ayuk. It's Crystal McCaffrey who may be the difference, and he's been the glue to this offense. I know Purdy's getting all the MVP love, and he deserves it. Purdy, the quarterback, gets all the love. Of course. But Crystal McCaffrey feels like every time we talk
1: about this offense, C-Mac gets overlooked. Yeah, I think he's the reason. I mean, I know quarterback gets all of the all of the headlines, but he's the biggest difference between this team and the 2019 version, right? Yep. I mean, I I think when you look at the reliability of him over—and they had great production of Brita, Coleman, and at the end of the year, Moser. They did get great production that year. But CMC just puts so much more stress on the defense. It it's, does. It's not even comparable. You keep calling Brock Purdy, you know, some version of like a Tom Brady story. And when I think about Tom Brady, a lot of people go to James White. I go back to the beginning of their run, Kevin Falk. Yeah. You know, and and not that he was a, a top tier back like McCaffrey, right. but he was just a reliable guy out of yep. the backfield. You and I have often joked about this player, a Terry Kirby. Mm-hmm. Those guys that are third down reliable playmakers right. are just so different difficult to find. And when you have that guy baked into an apex, right. number one back, yep. you're talking about rarefied air.
0: And this, and this, he may be the missing piece. You think about Super Bowl 54 against the Kansas City Chiefs. Who do the Niners have to throw out the
1: backfield? Bolster? I, I never... Trusted Mostert's in hands. A pass game, right? Although I know he, he went to the house the following year on like a 75-yard play in the Arizona Texas game. route. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but like, and, and yes, Jeff Wilson Jr. has caught a couple right. passes. Remember that year yep, yep. against Arizona? Matt Breedham a mm, little yeah, bit. Yeah, but that wasn't their strength. But now we see the
0: vision, though, for what Shanahan had for Jerick McKinnon. That's a good point. We see the vision for what he had from McKinnon coming from Minnesota and why they gave him the big money when he was a free agent coming from the Minnesota Vikings and he tears his ACL and you don't have that asset. I think that's the difference between great offenses and good offenses in the NFL. You see Detroit with Jameer Gibbs. Mm-hmm. You see Kansas City uh, who had Jerick McKinnon, but Pacheco could catch. Uh, who's a guy from LSU? Clyde, uh, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. Edwards-Hilaire. He could catch He's the ball on the backfield. He's coming out. James Cook in Buffalo. Mm-hmm. You think about the Bengals and they've got some guys Joe Mixon can catch the ball. I out of the backfield. That is the difference between being a good offense and a great offense. What made Tony Pollard so valuable alongside Zeke Elliott with the Dallas Cowboys is what made Philadelphia so dangerous last year when they had Miles Sanders and Gainwell and they could dump the ball out of the backfield. That could be the difference in the Super Bowl. And I'm not. Everybody knows Chris McCaffrey's a stud. Like, he, the Kansas City Chiefs are not overlooking number no. 23. No. But in, the, in all the storylines so far, I've yet to hear because I don't. I don't pay attention to the national stuff right now. I don't pay attention to predictions. I, I glance at you know, some I- I you know I'll read some articles mm-hmm. here and there, but as far as talking heads, i am checked out of that. But I'll read stuff and little schematic stuff and X's and O's on how some guys may, keep, may be utilized in the Super Bowl. But that is, I think, in all the storylines that we're going to hear next week. I wonder where Christian McCaffrey is going to fall in place. Where I don't is he going to fall?
1: I don't think it's going to be one of the top ones. I think, obviously, quarterback Mahomes and Purdy. They're just the contrast between the two, right? Right. Mahomes, they traded up for. Now we're hearing stories that they were, you know, advanced scouting him well before right. they they decided to move up and make a move for him. The whole Purdy story is Disney-esque. I think the coaches are larger than life figures, yep. even though they don't give you a whole lot in front of a microphone, like Andy Reid. You know. I saw – this is off to a quick aside. I saw an argument that had the rule changes come mm. 10 years prior, Andy Reid would have been Belichick, and Belichick would have been something else. Now, I don't know if I believe that necessarily, but what they because were saying of, like, is that – Because
0: of the bumper run and stuff like that? or Excuse me? Because of the bumper run and the physicality? Yeah, just how like,
1: offense is now more of a premium than it was 15 years ago, and it was a defensive era a little more, and now Andy's always kind of been ahead of the curve in terms of offenses. Again, I, I – I think that's discrediting the genius of yeah. Belichick. But but I get the point of view that they're coming
0: from. It's also discrediting, discrediting Jim Johnson, who was a longtime D coordinator with Philadelphia. They yeah, had great defenses. Philadelphia, the problem wasn't defense, it was They didn't have white receivers. (laughs) James Rash didn't do it for you. You're at top I I knew you were going to go there. I mean, but
1: but the point is, I think that the coaches are, you know, they're going to get a big, they're going to get a big headline, and then obviously Mm -hmm. you got the Kittle Kelsey factor, right? right? Kelsey and and Taylor Swift on one side. George Kittle's just kind of a, you know, he's like a WWE character. I mean, he's Hunter Pence's favorite player. He's everybody's favorite player. Most kids love George Kittle as one of their favorite players. I think there's going to be a Trent Williams angle. You know, this is a guy who's one of the great offensive linemen of all time. I saw a highlight package that I had to retweet right. yesterday uh, of Trent Williams and it's like, you know, linemen don't get highlight packages. Right. I was thinking about Jason Kelsey, and how much love he got last year leading up to the Super Bowl. No, because he was playing his brother, right. but also because he was, hey, this is an offensive lineman who we haven't really given his flowers, right. and he might be at the end of his run. Let, let's give him the appropriate love. So I think Trent Williams is going to get a lot of love. I think a guy like Fred Warner and is going to get a lot of love. And, and Nick Bosa. So to your point on Christian McCaffrey, I do think he's going to fly under the radar next week. Which is
0: insane, because again, he is... The offensive player of the year in the NFL. Totally agree. And nobody's talking about it. He has been – look, Brock Purdy has made this offense go to another level, no doubt about it. But it goes hand-in-hand to me. It's Shanahan, Purdy, McCaffrey. What would the Niners look like without Chris McCaffrey over the last 27 games? I don't it's think the reason as yeah, prolific. It, yeah, exactly. Just to answer your quick question. Yeah, exactly. You're like I don't think so. And I think that's been overlooked here. They did playoffs. In the playoffs, you think about his run in the playoffs. Again, we talk about Brock Purdy in the final drive. Mm -hmm. Christian McCaffrey had his hands all over it. He had his hands all over it, Jasky, That Green Bay Packers game, he had his hands all over it. And he's just steady, steady, and in a way like Steph. In a way like Steph. And I know some people are saying, well, we went to the Super Bowl without CMC. Well, that team was led by the defense. We know that. And that was a run first team. They have Chris McCaffrey in that Super Bowl. They beat the Kansas City okay. Chiefs, no doubt about it. You cannot deny, you cannot discredit what Kirsten McCaffrey's done with this football team and this offense. I- I'm telling you, Do guys. Do you think
1: they go? Well, Mostert was the lead back at the beginning of that Super Bowl, where they went till the 12 or 13 minute. I'm, I'm just going off the top of my head. 12 or 13 minute mark in the second quarter yep. till he got a touch, right? Exactly. You think they go that long, not giving CMC the ball? Exactly. He's touching the ball five times a quarter at least, and then on that final drive. I wanted to run it, even if you're not running it per se to CMC, you're utilizing him in in another way, some way, especially with the heated up rush that well, they had at that time.
0: And and it's it's got the Steph like factor too. I'm I'm hearing a lot of purdy cops with Stephen Curry, and yeah. you know and we've obviously taken some calls there. To me, the, the Stephen Curry, this offense is Chris McCaffrey, because without him on the football field alongside Debo Samuel, the gravity. They create for others. The spacing that they create for others. I keep going back to that play. That at SoFi Stadium, where we were all hyped up about mm-hmm. Chris McCaffrey. They lose to the Chiefs. But we saw the vision, right? We saw, boy, if Chris McCaffrey could learn this offense, it's going to be dynamic. The fact that that next game at SoFi Stadium where he scores a touchdown, rushing, mm-hmm. receiving, a throwing, obviously passing, um, there's that play where he goes out to the flat. And Malcolm Jones and the LA Rams, number 53, the linebacker just sprints out to McCaffrey and Kittle just suddenly goes down the <laughs> seam wide open. And Kittle's looking around like, damn, I haven't been that open in a long time. And the gravity, because everybody's like, alert, where's number 23 at? We had to account for number 23. I don't know if the Chiefs respected the 49er running they backs mean. in the past game in Super Bowl 54. I don't know if teams respected the Niners backs to pass game until Christian McCaffrey well, came aboard.
1: I, I think about this all the time. They were so Debo reliant in that playoff run in 2021 if they had Christian McCaffrey and I know that the whole season would have played out differently but Bonte, you're not handing the ball to Kyle Juszczyk on a third and four in SoFi with the no, season on the line. Absolutely not. I mean, Absolutely. That, not. That's how decimated they were at the running back position in terms of trust and injuries. It was bad. Remember yep. that?
0: Yep. Oh, I, 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 I remember that so like yesterday. I, I, to
1: me, like I know we want to go back to the Super Bowl, which is a, that, obviously right. the easy comp because it's the Niners versus the Chiefs again. But I think about some of their their shortcomings in the twenty twenty one Super Bowl run for for the Rams. Right. And I think about that game, that NFC Championship game, over and over and over again. And it's like they needed one more playmaker, yep. whether that be the quarterback, whether that be the running back. Yep somebody else to try to alleviate that pressure and part of why they, they dialed it up and, and obviously Aaron Donald destroyed them as well like they just if they felt so congested
0: yeah. didn't they? They did. They were congested they didn't have enough playmakers they had Ayuk and you had issues with the quarterback getting the ball to Brendan mm-hmm. Ayuk that quarterback was Jimmy Garoppolo Devo Samuel was limping I mean he was Banged up. By the time that NFC Championship game was over, I know my guy needed a hot tub, needed a massage, probably needed just two weeks off his feet because of the things he was doing with the 49ers' offense. Without those playmakers, George Kittle, you couldn't get the ball to him. Jimmy Garoppolo missed him on a third play of the offensive <laughs> week. So, you know, when you think about playmakers, that's why when that trade happened, John Lynch, Kyle Shanahan knew we just need one more playmaker. I know. Danny Gray's
1: not the guy. Juwan Danny Jennings. Gray. Danny, I mean, oh remember him. Goodness. Remember him? I do. How many running backs did they take in Bonte? I mean, they Trey about Sermon. That. They wanted Trey. it to work out with Trey Sermon. I, that's Joe name Williams I haven't thought about in a long time. Joe Williams. Trace what was that uh, what's the T D P? What's his name? Oh, Ty Davis Price. Ty Davis Price, thank you. Yeah, is he out of practice squads too? I don't even know. Didn't he played more fullback snaps yeah. than he did running back snaps right. last year. So
0: so C and <laughs> So CMT has helped out Debo. He's helped out this entire offense. It's just so far. And I, like, again, yeah, I haven't watched much ESPN yeah. in terms of like Super Bowl coverage. I haven't watched much Fox mm-hmm. Sports One in terms of Super Bowl coverage. So I could be way off base here. But just I was just thinking about. I was talking to London last night. I'm just reading a bunch of articles and you know trying to get to know the Kansas City Chiefs from this season. And I'm thinking to myself, boy. Nobody's talking about Carson McCaffrey coming off that way to get some Detroit Lions.
1: So, you know, I, I brought up some stats today that I was going to use, like Jimmy Garoppolo in the postseason with the 49ers. No CMC. Remember, he right. never had CMC. He was a 60% completions, four touchdowns, six interceptions, 74 quarterback rating. The Niners averaged 22.8 points a game. Brock Purdy with CMC. Now, I took out the NFC Championship game where he got hurt. That was the first drive, right. so I took it out. 64 percent completion, five touchdowns, one interception, 98.2 rating. He also ran for 86 yards, and they're averaging almost 30 points a game. So, yes, I think the quarterback and the quarterback decisions are factored into that. But you can't tell me that isn't the CMC effect. Nah, yeah, the C- you can't tell me that that doesn't help the quarterback. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt.
0: Right? It, it, it's it's the quarterback's best friend. It's the quarterback's best friend. Um, Having to check down running back. It helped out Tom Brady for years. It helped out Joe Montana for years. Helped out Peyton Manny for years. Steve having, Hale, that safety, yeah, having that safety valve where it's like, okay, the play is breaking down. Let me just get four yards. Let me just get five yards. Because that was the thing we cited when Chris McCaffrey got traded here. It's like you're going to go from second and nine to second and three. Just because he back on those first downs or those second downs, you check it out to him,
1: boom, that's five yards automatically. They were down 14 nothing in that game. And he hit a stiff arm on C.J. Gardner Johnson. It uh, to me, it was one of those seminal moments. Like we are not going to be bullied around anymore. Right. And I know that they ended up, you know, having a bigger deficit after that because it was 17 points after that. Um, but they ended up scoring a touchdown on that drive. But I think we've forgotten that stiff arm was vicious, and I thought it was a huge momentum swing so that the Niners could get a touchdown because right yeah. there was 14 zip. Yeah. After that missed field goal,
0: what is the most underrated part of Chris McCaffrey's game?
1: I, I, is it his physicality? No, I, I think... Uh, for me, I think it's the vision and the patience. Mm. Because when Frank Gore... When I think about the best elements of Frank Gore, it was the patience and the yep. vision. And I look at CMC in the same fashion. He's got a beautiful mind. When he hits the edges and the, li- yep. and the blocks all line up, there's no hole there. And yet somehow he finds the hole. And I just... His feet are incredible. Yep. Oh, God, I love watching that.
0: And 0 What's the most underrated aspect of Christian McCaffrey in your opinion You agree with Shaskin and his vision? There's no wrong answers here. I think it's his physicality. I think people are surprised by the way he's running between you, the tackles. You might be right on that. And he's lower than that yeah, shoulder and he right. runs with physicality. No, the vision is good. There's I mean the guy's a great player. I mean his well,
1: pass blocking, he blasted a safety.
0: Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. All right, let's break here. Uh, more Chris McCaffrey talk. Get in here. 888 957 9570. We'll get to the Go to State Warriors as well. Steve Kerr, Joy Willard, the Debs yesterday. That'll all be brought to you by Safeway.
1: We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only
0: at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for 25 bucks per line per month with eligible
1: trade in when you switch.